Can you trust God? Welcome. My name is Leanne Friesman. I'm with Restoring Word Ministries. And today I want to talk about trusting him in very difficult situations. Life is not easy. Many times things just don't go the way that we thought they were going to go. I've got a good word for you today. You know, you can trust him in very difficult seasons. And I've got a good example for you out of the book of Habakkuk. Now, this is a prophet. Um, he's going through a very difficult season. It's, it's, a, it's a poem or a, a lament, and it's very conversational between he and God. And what I like about this Old Testament book is that this man is transparent. First off, if you're going through something very difficult and you're trying to trust him, number one, you've got to really get honest with what's going on in your heart and in your head and begin to evaluate what's happening here. In the first chapter here, he's making a complaint. You ever Have you ever complained to God? Man, I have. Oh God, where are you? Oh God, where you been? Oh God, why didn't this turn out the way that I thought? Oh God, why does my mom have cancer? I took it right to the Lord, just like this guy here. How long, oh Lord, must I call for help? But you don't listen or cry out to do violence, but you do not save? Why do you make me look at injustice? Why do you tolerate wrong? Here he is. He, he's looking at his people and he's watching what's happening amongst his people. And he is seeing the rise of darkness. He's seeing sin, violence, and corruption. And he wants to know where the heck is God? And he goes down here and the, the Lord's answer, look at the nations and watch and be utterly amazed for I'm going to do something in your days that you would not believe, even if you were told. God does things that we can't even believe. I'm raising up the Babylonians, that ruthless and impetuous people, and sweep across the whole earth to seize dwelling places, not their own. So he starts telling Habakkuk what his plans are. The Babylonians were very violent, vile people. They uh, were kind of like the original terrorists, okay? They didn't just come and take over a nation. They brought terror and fear with them. And then he goes on to expound on this. Their horses are swifter than leopards and their, uh, their, their cavalry gallops headlong. Their horsemen come afar. They fly like the vulture sweeping down. And God begins to describe this own army that may come. Then they sweep past like the wind and go on. Guilty men whose own strength is in their God. So this is a people that doesn't know God. This is a people that doesn't trust God. This is not good news for this prophet. He's just seeking the Lord and wanting wisdom and revelation. You know, a lot of times when you're walking things out with God, you're just not going to understand it. So what does he do? He goes back to complaining again. <laughs> he didn't get the answer he wanted. So he goes back. Verse 12. Oh, Lord, 
Are you not from everlasting, my God, my Holy One? We will not die. Oh, Lord, you have appointed them to execute judgment. Oh, rock, you have ordained them to punish. Your eyes are too pure to look at evil. And he goes on and on here, and he's just pouring out his heart. Is he to keep on emptying his nest, destroying nations without mercy? He's trying to, he's trying to rationalize things with God here. What I see in this prophet is really an intercessor. Intercessors are prayer warriors who stand in the gap between the people and God, and they plead the, the case of that person. And they, and, and, they, and they remind God of his goodness. And they remind God of his promises. And they remind God of his purposes and his plans. And he begs them to have mercy. Thank God for the intercessors. Boy, those are the people you want to hang with. Because they, they pray through things. When we go into the second chapter here. It opens up with what is his game plan? Chapter two, verse one. I will stand on my watch and my station myself in the ramparts, and I will look and see, look what he will say to me and to what answer I'm going to give to his complaint. So what is he doing? He's a spiritual watchman here. You know, uh, in, in Jerusalem, there were walls that were surrounding that city. And if you went up into the wall, if you went up into to the station where you could watch for the attacking armies and the invaders. Now, granted, he's in Babylon, but we're talking about a spiritual principle here of intercession. Intercessors go up on the walls, proverbial, so to speak. They go into a place where they pray and they see the incoming attack and the Lord begins to have them stand and pray. So what, what's our lesson today? From Habakkuk. Well, first off, be honest with God. Secondly, after you're honest with God, spend some time with him and begin to listen and get his mind. Then when you do, then begin your strategy in prayer. Okay, God, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pray. I'm going to remind you of your goodness. I'm going to remind you of your plans that you have for whomever you're praying for, whatever situation you're looking at, whether it's healing, your family, your church, God, you have a plan and you want this plan to come to pass more than I do. And God, you are a good God. Remind him, go up on that high place, go to that wall, go to that place of intercession and then begin to remind God of his goodness. You know, one of the things that is very helpful when you're going through something really, really discouraging is if you'll go back and you will make a, a mental list of your victories. Now, I, I didn't learn this the, the, the easy way. I wish somebody had taught me how to do this earlier when I was walking it out with God. When I get discouraged, I have to encourage myself in the Lord. And what does that mean? That means I begin to take my negative thoughts captive, and I have a lot of them. <laughs> and then I begin to go back and remind myself, God, remember when you did this? Remember when you did this? Oh, God, you're so good. Remember the supernatural provision that came? Remember the favor? Remember, remind yourself of all of the amazing things that God has done. 
And it won't matter what you're going, you, you will encourage yourself. I have some friends of mine, they have actually a rock garden off their screen porch in their home. And, and what that, what those rocks memorialize for them is their spiritual victories. You know, when you go back and you remind yourself of all the things that you went through, that you survived, that you overcame, it's a lot easier to trust God. It's a lot easier to go forward with, with God's mind and, and know that he did it before, he's going to do it again. He is good. It might not look good right now, but I trust him. I'm, I'm praying. I'm up in, in prayer in the spirit realm, and I'm, and I'm interceding, and I don't understand what's coming. God, you've told me that what's coming isn't good, but, I, but I'm going to pray, and I'm going to believe God for victory. I'm going to believe God to overcome. I hope that encourages you today. We're going to continue with this next week. We're going to talk more about this incredible book. I, I, it's really interesting how I, I just started studying trust. And I thought, Lord, where is a good example of someone in scripture who went through a whole lot that doesn't make sense? And in the midst of it, what did he have to do? He had to learn to trust. I've got good news for you today. God is a good God. He is a restoring God. You can trust him. Just remind yourself of what he's done and he will see you through. See you next time. Thank you for liking and sharing. And we appreciate you taking the time to watch.